find you it. You sent the world's worst outline of this <laughs> podcast. Yes, sir. Which was really... It looked like you just brushed against the keyboard, really. <laughs> You're so... Honestly, I don't know why I put up with you. Well, uh, welcome everybody to episode 8 of the Mid-Faith Crisis, a podcast for any Christian who's ever looked around them and said, is this it? Is this as good as it gets? Well, sadly it is, so goodbye. And I'm joined this week... (laughs) That's a great welcome. Don't want to raise expectations too high. Um, My name is Nick Page and I'm joined this week as ever by Joe Davis. Hello. How are you? I'm alright, I've still got a cough and I'm drinking this so I'm a bit miserable What What is that that you're drinking? Remember this is podcast, people can't see It's hot Ribena, that's it, that, it's a hot drink to see, but what are you drinking? I'm drinking this That is which very, is... very annoying oh. of you <laughs> Which is a whiskey <laughs> Well, I'm But just... I'm drinking it for medicinal reasons Yeah, great I've been ill now for about 30 years and <laughs> I have to... mm. Sad but true and I'm eating this, which is a fries. Oh, I love these fries, chocolate cream. Oh. Right, right, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to know what an utter little <laughs> Nick Page is, <laughs> when I'm on a diet and I've cut out alcohol and I'm not eating chocolate, mm. he is sitting there rubbing my face in it. Thanks, Nick. Oh, I'm not rubbing your face in it. I'm just eating it. <laughs> yeah, well, waste. <laughs> okay. By the way, did you get that email I sent you, the Richard Raw email? Oh, Richard Fluffy Roy, yeah. <laughs> Richard Fluffy Roy. I thought you'd like it. It's about words. Uh, well, okay. Read out what you sent. I'm still eating it. Um, chocolate cream. It was just a bit about language. He's saying all language about God is necessarily symbolic and figurative. Actually, all language is metaphorical. No, it isn't. You see, that's the problem. All language is not metaphorical. Metaphorical language is metaphorical. It's about, you know, comparing something um, or about the qualities of something. So, uh, ma- languages can signify. All language is a signifier. So it signifies what something represents. Well, so maybe if that's I say, what he meant. Well, no, you know, so language can be descriptive. So if I say Joe Davis yeah. is fat, that's not <laughs> metaphorical, is it? That's, <laughs> that's just accurate. <laughs> yeah. All right. If I say Joe Davis is a fat, (laughs) that's metaphorical because you are not literally a. Okay. So you didn't. So you didn't like the quote. (laughs) Well, I just think it's one of those. Okay, thanks. No, Richard Raw is brilliant. I love Richard Raw, but I just don't think he's right here. You know. Language has to be able to do some stuff. It's like that worship song that says, Oh, my words cannot tell, not even in part, of the debt that is owed. Well, if words mm. can't even tell, even in part, yeah. what's the point of using them? You might as well just sing a song and go, No, 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 because it's as much use. <laughs> he doesn't mean he that. He means my words are inadequate. My words can't yeah, fully sure. cover. And that's true. And but he did words go on, can do something. He did go on to quote the full quote, which is language is in service of the unsayable. And I think probably what he should have done is said, when we speak about God, language yeah. is in the service. But he yeah, didn't. I, you know, not and, all language is And that has taken a very unexpected turn. Sorry. <laughs> and I sincerely hope it doesn't make the podcast. <laughs> I, I'm sure it will. <laughs> I think it has to now. I think it's now we've got to be serious. No, no, no. Oh, well, dear. when did that happen? Anyway, you haven't no, told me about your week. You just told me. You just went. Oh, sorry. 
Oh, so sorry. what have you been doing? What film? You always see uh, eight yeah. films a week. No, no. I envy you. No, well, I did go and see Silence, uh, which wasn't silent at all, as it turned out, uh, <laughs> but was, in fact, a very good film. It just mm. raises... Perhaps low... not a bundle of laughs. Not a bundle of laughs, quite a lot mm. of torture and nastiness, but not not gratuitous. I mean, it wasn't like the filmmaker was really trying to dwell on the torture. I mean, if you mm. read the book, you know it's very graphic and quite horrific, but... It was just, it raises so many questions about the arrogance of, you know, Christian mission at certain points in history. But also, you know, you cannot help but admire the zeal mm. and the commitment of those that went to foreign lands. And oh, also yeah. how you view other cultures and other people's faiths and, yeah. you know, raises the whole question of, you know, how do we act humbly and really... Mm. you know work together as people and and it was a wonderful film that was good and i went to see la la land last night oh okay uh, good? oh well it's, you know it's a lot of singing uh it's a musical are you, are you a fan of musicals uh i think i'm gonna say no uh, okay <laughs> but but as musicals go it was very pal it you know it was definitely one of the more palatable ones okay well, that's good and it is modern and yeah it was a real nod to nostalgia and mm. i did like that Okay. And I like the music. Yeah. Hmm, good. Go see well, it. as you know, I don't go out. And, <laughs> no, uh, you're not allowed I, out. I, I, no, I sit at home and read books. And, um, I know. Yeah. Yes. I have no social life. So no. there we are. Exactly. It's better for everyone that way. I think it's probably true. Um, how's work? Uh, work is, you know, uh, is, uh, very, very busy and, um, well, actually quite sad at the moment. Um, you why, know, is it quite, why is that? Well, because you hear all these reports about suicide being the biggest killer of young men. And, mm, mm. But on the front end, it means, you know, tomorrow I'll be doing two funerals, both um, suicides, both, you know, just so tragically sad. Mm. And, um, you know, most of the time one retains a certain professional detachment from these things and, and and most funerals are quite a celebration of someone's life in the big scheme of things but these are difficult with a, a lot of painful raw emotion uh, uh yeah such is my rich and varied life really well i think that's an amazing thing you do and um joking apart i think it's just a, a, a an amazing ministry that you have oh, thank you Don't and it that. is true you know i mean i do a lot of work with blokes and you know aware of all yeah. the, the pressures and it's such a it's such a scourge it's such a dreadful yeah. dreadful thing yeah. yeah so i'll pray for you i'll thank pray you. for you my friend thank you and um don't put that bit in the podcast it's very depressing but it is life no and... it's all going in it's who you oh, are joe you are well. both a figure of enormous fun and a man of integrity <laughs> i thought you were going to say just a an enormous figure. No, no, you're. you're Wouldn't both, have been unlike you. You're both profound and an idiot, and those things. But then again, aren't we all? Aren't I wish you wouldn't talk to Rachel behind my back. Talking, talking of profound idiots. Yes. We've had some. We've had some letters from our oh, yeah. who are amongst <laughs> the most profound idiots I've we ever have. encountered in my life. They are quite magnificent. What should we be calling our I listeners? Don't know. That's a good idea. Desperate. 
Um, yeah, no, I was thinking. Uh, oh, you see what you what, mean. What's a, the a collective name for noun for people in uh, mid faith crisis? Well, maybe so people you... could suggest that. I don't know. Uh, a mid faith crises. I don't know what, what yes. we call them. What, what, what but anyway, we call our uh, listeners, yes, they are wonderful. All three your letters them. are your letters yeah. are wonderful, and they um, are. We love you all, all you idiots. So, um, <laughs> Joe. Bless us. You've just lost half of them. Well done. No, they know. Said. They know that if you don't know you're an idiot during the midlife crisis, when are you, you going to face up to it? Really? You know, sooner or later, you have to face up to the truth. I'm sorry, everyone. Everyone needs a nick in their lives to give <laughs> the untarnished <laughs> truth about themselves. <laughs> Build them up. Fool. Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, uh, one from uh, Ashley. He says, why do people move from being evangelical to being liberal, but rarely the other way? And that's a good question, isn't it? I think that's a brilliant question. And um, I don't know. It might be there are just as many people moving the other way, but that we've passed them on the other on the other direction. So we don't oh, actually encounter them. So we yeah. never see them. We've been leaving the kind of churches they've been joining. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> OK. I don't know. I suppose I'd say it's to do with actually as you get older, you become more at home with ambiguity, you know, and those kinds of grey areas which are yeah. sort of natural territory for liberals, I suppose. Yeah. I think the thing is people do move in that direction, but I think actually quite a lot of people get more extreme as they get older. They get they get they take refuge in in more certainty. They become more grittedly teeth certain. Yes, um, that's a strange so I think thing, it, isn't it? It can go the other way as well. But we did talk in our first podcast about the, the trousers of ambiguity. And uh, I think you do learn to wear them a bit um, <laughs> a bit better. Um, well, well remembered. I'm impressed. Thank you. The trousers of ambiguity and the, the okay. underwear of doubt. Okay. <laughs> the underpants of doubt. Stop it. <laughs> okay. okay, let me read uh, an email here from Tim who says, um, I finally caught up enough with the podcast to feel it's worth emailing in. One of the big issues for my fit mid-faith crisis is that I no longer know what the good news is that we're supposed to be sharing with people. When I was young it was simple, turn or burn was the message and the church was your fire escape. As I get older I realise how long an eternity is as punishments go and an eternity of punishment for an 80 year foul up seems a little excessive. I'd like to know <laughs> what that 80 year foul up was. Anyway, should yeah. I be writing to the European Court of Human Rights? Today in our love wins generation, we seem a little more uncertain about hell, although we all need Jesus, don't we? Uh, but what is the good news? Jesus died on the cross so that you can come to church. Hmm, that sounds attractive. Not, says Tim. Which is, what, what is a great the way in. Yeah. What is the good It's almost like he's channeling someone who won't be with us this week. Yes, um, how, where is Ethel this week? Ethel is on a sabbatical this week, largely due to the fact that her creator can't be bothered to do another <laughs> one. <laughs> Honestly, you know, um, no, he, she's having a bit of a rest because uh, she's 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 gone to the a rest home for the seriously bewildered, and she's she's there for a while. She'll be back. She'll but be thank back. you. But in the meantime, we've got Tim, thank who, you, has, Tim. who has prophetically uh, yes. And, or and, perhaps not so prophetically, since we did announce that this was going to be the subject this week. Oh, he may have written this before. Oh, well, then. good for so him in that case. He's right in the zone. Well, There's that a... is amazing, isn't it? So at least one of our listeners is serious quality here. Tim I mean, Saddam. The so the gospel, then. Let's <laughs> discuss it. What is, what is the gospel? 
<laughs> yes. Yeah, no, that's just, I'm sorry, I'm laughing at Tim's sad old person there. Yes. He's, he's uh, going to get a, called that by his wife. That's we'll another listener gone. Um, yeah, anyway, well done. Uh, Thank you. Yeah. We're, we're back down to three. So what is the gospel? What is the gospel? Well, the thing is, well, I'm a minister. And so the, the danger of all of this is that you start preaching or I start preaching. Yes. So that's how good... are we going to well, stop th- that? I'll tell you what. That's a good reason why we've had, and here we, it's true, listeners, we have had uh, sermon alarms fitted in our houses. So uh, <laughs> if if we do start preaching during any yeah. of these podcasts from now on, you'll hear you'll hear this noise. This is just a test. This is not the real thing. You'll hear this noise. So you know, if at any time we start preaching, that that will go off. Uh, anyway, so. Um, I'd like. I think I'd like, in response to that, I'd like to make three points about what is the gospel. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Set the alarm off. Sorry. Anyway, um, <laughs> leaving that aside, the point about the good news is is uh, or the idea of the gospel, the good the good news is it's a political announcement. It comes from a, the a Greek word, euangelion. Um, meaning good, good news, uh, good message. And originally, okay. it was a, was a political thing, really. I mean, you'd have good news. Some of it was the emperor's birthday, or good news. We've run a won a battle, and so by calling, I think, the uh, gospels that good news by starting them with good news. Basically, it's like it's starting like a press release, and I think that's what it is. The gospel is a, a press release from the kingdom of God, and it's about regime change. It's about a new kingdom coming in. Uh, it's all to do with kingdom stuff. So, so can I just chuck in a tweet here? So I had a tweet from yes. uh, a, a guy called Phil, and he said this. How about this? How is it good news that there are only a handful of survivors from a sinking ship, even if I am one of them? Oh, Which yeah, I think is exactly. a great point. How is it? How? Why yeah. is it? Why is the good news good news? How is it good news if yeah. we're saved and everyone else is, you know, going to hell? If it's yeah, just about exactly. that kind of thing. Yeah, and I, I think, as I know you do, that actually it's really interesting to go back and say, well, what was the, what was the gospel Jesus preached? Because what he seemed to be announcing had nothing to do with what happens after you die, or very little to do. He didn't seem to talk much about it. He did talk about it a bit, certainly. But his gospel was not something for after you die. Or, you know, I grew up with, you know sort of in the in the 70s when i came into contact with the gospel as as i understood it then it was very much about something that is going to save you from your ultimate punishment mm. you know you you know what do you want to do do you want to you know, there was this thing called ee it, is, it stood for evangelism explosion oh, i remember that you know data network mm. and 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 you you were primed to ask questions to ask your you know non-christian friend now, if you were to get run, yes, under, yes, run over I by a bus this. tonight, can you say for sure whether you go to heaven or to hell? Because back then, presumably, there was a notion of heaven and hell in culture. And, of course, people would say, well, I think I've been a good person. You know, I've not killed. And you'd say, mm, that's not enough. All of us have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. But let me give you the three magic answers that will get you over the bridge of death and into heaven, you must, you know, confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Repent and turn from your sin and receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Off you go. Oh, thanks very much. And so you trot across over the bridge of death and go to church forevermore. And that was the gospel. And that was good news. You know, the gospel of having your sins forgiven is pretty mm. good. But of course, 
Later on, I realised the gospel, if this isn't too sacrilegious to say, is much better than that. Much bigger than that. You know, it's not just something to to cash in when you die. This is about life now. Jesus, you know, otherwise he didn't have come and had a teaching ministry at all. He could have just come and died uh, and be raised again. But instead, he had a message that was described as good news, that was life in all its fullness. Mm. And it seems that Jesus seriously believed that if you followed him and did as he said, you could learn to live your life without worry. You could learn to live your life without lusting for more. You could learn to live your life without lying and protecting your reputation to such an extent that you could bless those who curse you and you could forgive your enemies. In fact, you go a step further. You could even love your enemies because you would realise in the kingdom that he was announcing that you are perfectly safe. And the most anyone can take from you is your life. And you shouldn't really worry about that because it's going to be OK. And of course, that validates his death and resurrection and all that sort of thing. So I'm impressed the, the siren didn't go off. But well, I'm I sorry think your that, might, but... yours might be faulty. Could you just <laughs> could, could you just, just tap it? it? I've got three points that I'd like to make at this point. Yeah, well, it's obviously working, but you must have found a workaround. I don't know how you did that. No, I think that I think that's the thing. And so many of us present, uh, we've talked about it before, the gospel as uh, we are presented with the gospel as sin management. And so you basically, um, yeah. you know, you, you, you do it to sort of deal with your sins, have them, have them surgically yeah. removed, except they never are. Oh, quite surgically removed because they always keep yeah. coming back they're like a they're yes. like a virus that you can't sort of get rid of we could do a whole podcast on sin in fact i could sin for a whole podcast oh, yeah. and then we could just record it <laughs> but um well what would, what would be unusual nothing about at that? all nothing at all and the good news i think that jesus bestowing first and foremost before you start dealing with sin dare i say it is you receive the identity that Jesus bestows on you. And that is that you matter, yeah. you're, you are of great And you are forgiven. And that God loves you. And mm, you're forgiven mm, and mm. God loves yeah. you. And, 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 and unless you, that's the starting point, what will happen is you'll start working on sin without mm. that stuff. And then you get yourself in a right old mess because you think that your whole, you know, it's all performance driven. You'll keep striving for God to love you and all that sort of thing. And you can mm. never do it. Because God loves you and he wants you to have life in all its fullness. So sum up for me, therefore, what is the gospel? What is the good news? I think Jesus was saying God's kingdom is here, available now, today, and it's available through me. I've just swallowed some I know. Thanks for interrupting me. Unprofessional. point is this in the dirt and the grime of your life the invitation was never to some separate serene life with you it was always in the dirt of your life and you know back to christmas if the incarnation means anything it's that god's here in the mess of it all in our suffering and our pain and our loneliness god's right here with it understands it went through it of course but god mm. is here with us in all of it and god is to be found actually in all of it so that's good news. So I think if we're going to talk about the kingdom, we have to sort of define uh, 
what that means. And when we talk about God's kingdom, it's like the extent of his reign. So D Dallas Willard, who I don't know if I've ever mentioned him before, but... I thought Dallas Willard was an airport. <laughs> he, <laughs> That's why I thought it was. He had this great definition of explaining God's kingdom. He said God's kingdom is just anywhere where what God wants to happen actually happens. Mm. It's, the, it's it's so so if you and I, for example, if we live in such a way where we're living sort of under God's rule, then we can say God's kingdom is here because what mm. God wants to happen is actually happening in our midst. So God's kingdom is here. It's arrived. In... Well, we are sort of little outposts of that kingdom, aren't, I, I, exactly aren't right. we? I think. I, I mean, I think he didn't. He also say that the kingdom is really sort of in our lives is the range of our effective will. In other words, yeah. it's the next thing we choose to do. Yeah, and so we it's have. God's, it's God makes God's kingdom real to other people. It has no geographical presence it has no embassies it has no yeah. you know you know despite what we might think of the vatican it doesn't have anything like <laughs> no, that sure. it is in fact only extant in the actions of his followers yeah and so we we have kingdoms too or queendoms yes we should say indeed. let's try and be inclusive for once but you know so so the range of my kingdom you know obviously it's in my home where what i want to happen actually happens but it leaves <laughs> in your dream so that's yeah May exactly that, very rarely but <laughs> no, but, you know, if you, I think this is a nice idea that we have a kingdom or a queendom yes. and that, you know, so and we have great power. We can bless. We can curse. We, we have the power to make people's lives strong and beautiful and, and, and encouraging. Or we equally have the power to tear people down and rip them to yeah. shreds and discourage mm. them. And so mm. we have an, and it, it doesn't just affect the people around us and where we work, but it affects the people we buy our coffee off or buy our goods from in, in shops. It's. It's everywhere we come into contact. And God's kingdom is exactly the same. So I guess part of what Jesus is announcing is you can join your kingdom to God's kingdom now. Yes, indeed. And you yes. can live in this way, in this world. So, so the good news in that sense, and, you know, we talked about yeah. it being the gospel being sort of PR message and announcement yeah. from the kingdom of God is, you know, come and join our kingdom. Come and, yeah. come and you know, unite the kingdom of Nick. Yeah. the kingdom of God. Yeah. Basically, and you know, yeah. um and he's including and he's including everyone in that. You don't yeah. have to be a Jew, you don't have to be, you know, of a certain religious type or anything. Even the people who you would imagine are really outside of this, they're included and that's good mm. news. Come mm. join the kingdom of God. You can enter it now. You can do it now. I, I even even yeah, even more than that I think. And well, perhaps you know, it's not even about I mean, that's just sort of a statement, but the point is about the kingdom of God is that it is a good place to be as well. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's, it qualitatively, you know, spiritual director and people are saying to me, Nick, the kingdom of God is a perfectly safe and perfectly secure place yeah. to be. Yeah. And I have to remind myself of that virtually every day because the kingdom of Nick is not a perfectly yeah. safe and perfectly secure <laughs> place. It's, it's a place full of um, terror and fake news. Um, <laughs> Much like many other kingdoms around yeah, as well. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, it, you know, that's good news, that there yeah. is a stronger and more powerful kingdom with which I can unite yeah. myself. And, and uh, again, you know, the idea of, well, what, what does it look like to live in the kingdom of God? Well, it means you can just go and do the next good thing. Yeah, yeah. And it looks like you, you doing something Jesus-like. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, you quickly realise you can't do that without help. And that's yeah. where we need, well, 
however you call it, the spirit of God. You need the spirit the of God. The floaty thing. The floaty. You so memorably you need, described it. You need the floaty thing because without the floaty <laughs> thing, <laughs> you ain't going to live in the kingdom. <laughs> oh, that is. This is hardcore theology, theology we're discussing no, like, here. Eat, eat that, Karl Barth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fuck. Germans. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That's <laughs> no, that great. Jesus saying, come up to me, I'm going to share your load, yoke yourself to me, which means take my teaching on you and now live your life as if I was living it for you, mm. with mm. you. Because in a manner of speaking, he is. You know, Christ in us. So, so how would your life be, you know, all you have to do is imagine if Jesus had your life exactly, your your relationship, your noisy neighbours, your unreasonable boss, your inbox on your email, your if 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 you know your financial circumstances, if Jesus had your life, how would Jesus do it? Well, in a manner of speaking, of course, Jesus does have your life. So the invitation is to access the resources of heaven, the resources of God, to live your life. Not after you die, but here today. In all its pain and dirt and in its, you know, mundaneness. Is mundaneness a word? Mundanity. Mundanity, thank you. In all its mundanity, in all its gloriousness it's as well. probably not, actually. Now I hear it, it's probably wrong. <sighs> I, the... It is good news. So I wonder if we can yeah. uh, help our one remaining listener with um you know a way perhaps for us to act start to access that this this uh two weeks i mean there's loads of you know wonderful wonderful books but i mean i just think it'd be good to hear some words of jesus and jesus said this and i'll read it from the message version which i'm sure most people know is a, a paraphrased version of the bible so rather than literally translating each word eugene peterson has taken the mm. meaning and in his version of come to me all you who are weary he says this are you tired worn out burned out on religion come to me get away with me and you'll recover your life i'll show you how to take a real rest walk with me and work with me watch how i do it learn the unforced rhythms of grace i won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And that's good news. So anyway, I think it's time we headed for uh, uh, a big end. And, uh, <laughs> of course. I want a big end. We yeah. love a big end in this show. All this we've learned and it's great and it's true. But what do we do? What What are the, some of the things that people could could do to really take hold of this good news well i guess i guess the first thing is to really examine what you believe the gospel is i mean you know you, mm. how do you perceive what the good news is a friend of mine says you ask someone what the gospel is and according to their answer he says you can you can tell everything about their lives uh, which is which is going a bit too far i think but there you go he that's what he says and that's what he maintains so but what do you think yeah the gospel and please uh, write in and tell yes. us and let's know because this could then yes, form because, the basis okay, of was... the next show nick good it could shall we do gospel part two yes but um 
I think so. So what you were saying earlier, you know, when you were saying earlier, and when we we were younger and we were all keen and we we did sort of evangelism yeah. programs. Yes, yes. Um, little, and we had evangelistic thrusts, I believe. We did. I don't know if you did. I, I used to. My back's not up to it anymore. No, but yes. <laughs> we, we always went on uh, announced an evangelistic thrust. We and, did. Um, <laughs> and ah, uh, happy days. Uh, but we learned from its formulae, didn't we? We, you know, you were yeah. talking about the, the, yeah, yeah. the ways of operating in the four spiritual. Or the four or five, I can never I remember. There was, there was more than three. That was what we thought the gospel was early on. We thought it was all about yeah. being saved. So if it isn't mm. that now, I wonder. Therefore, what is the gospel for you? I would really like to hear that. Um, how would you explain the good news? If people say to you now, "What's so good about the good news? What's so good about being a follower of Jesus?" What would you say? Yeah. And send uh, your answer to Joe at midfaithcrisis. Yes. Don't bother sending it to Nick at midfaithcrisis. No, don't send it to me because um, I, I. Well, so, well, no, I don't engage with people to any meaningful degree. No, do you I, don't. Really? Not really. But I mean, no. do copy him in because it makes him feel important. But don't expect a <laughs> response. That's what. That's my point. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I respond if I'm really very guilty. Most <laughs> no, I mean, I, I really like to read what people say. Yeah, and uh, we learn such a lot from your emails and and interaction, yes, and that's um, that would be great. So yeah, send us in, and also I think spend some time thinking about that um, that verse from Matthew, and yeah. maybe just you know use that as a prayer. Pray that y- you yeah. will be uh, yoked with Jesus, you will be partnered yeah. with Jesus in this work. And I guess furthermore. One more thing. Ask ask Jesus to show you the next thing you can do for the kingdom. What's the yeah. next way that what's you the... can extend the rule of the kingdom in this world? Yeah. What's a great thing to do? Yeah. And after that, what's the next thing? Yeah. And then after that, have a drink because you'll be exhausted. <laughs> so anyway, great as ever spending time with you, Joe. Thank you. Bless you in all you do. Bless you, mate. Take Are you waiting for an insult because I was being genuine oh, there? Yeah, I know. I am not just can't handle you being nice to me. <laughs> Say something right, horrible thanks. quick. All right, you're an idiot. Thanks ever so much for, for listening, everyone, and we'll speak to you in a couple of weeks' time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.